Today's story begins in 1880 Los Angeles. Lestania was 18 years old. She worked in her parents, Pedro and Isabel's pool hall, where she sang and played guitar. She was also engaged to a man who became an attorney and was formerly a newspaper publisher. Francisco, who went by the name of Chico, was 40 years old and the son of a wealthy Los Angeles land developer. Despite having a reputation for womanizing and treating women poorly, he was considered one of the city's most eligible bachelors. Chico also had two children out of wedlock. Chico was a regular patron of the pool hall and Lestania would see him frequently. Chico started to court or flirt with Lasagna, even though she was engaged, and eventually he convinces her to leave her fiancé and marry him. Lasagna's mother did not want Lasagna dating or marrying Chico because she knew of his womanizing ways, so she asked Lasagna's sister to keep an eye on the relationship. Lasagna fell for Chico's charms, but she wouldn't sleep with him. In those days, it was looked down upon for couples to even be alone while dating. They could hold hands, but not kiss or anything intimate. That was definitely considered a no-no in those days. Uh, they would have chaperone dates where they would go for walks or go out for dinner. Again, always with a chaperone. <coughs> Chico was always trying to get Lastania to be alone with him, but her being a good girl, she wouldn't accept his advances until they were married. One night, Chico suggested on eloping and getting married the next morning. He forged a marriage certificate and showed it to her to show his determination for wanting to marry her. Of course, she didn't know that it was forged. So they went to a hotel. Chico said it was not to have sex but to spend the night and then the next day they would go to the church and get married first thing in the morning. There was a church next door. Chico wanted to sleep in the same bed, but Lasagna refused because again, at that time, women didn't surrender their virginity until they were married. After trying a few times and not getting his way, Chico got angry and left, but kept Lasagna locked in the room. The doors locked on the outside of the room, so he would come and go into the hotel room um, drunk and he would try to get Lasagna to have sex with him and she would refuse and then he would get angry and leave and he did this for two nights. But one night he came in and he raped her. One morning, Lasagna was alone in the hotel room for hours and housekeeping came to clean the room. Lasagna explained that she was there with a man who said that he would marry her, but because she wouldn't sleep with him, he left and asked the woman for her opinion if she thought that he was intending on marrying her or if he just wanted to have sex with her. 
And the housekeeper said, no, he was probably just planning to have sex with her and not marry her. So Lestania walked home. And when she arrived, she, um, her, she was asked by her mother and her sister if she was married. And when she said no, her mother shunned her for being with a man and not being married. Back in those days, a woman losing her virtue or her innocence, her virginity, would not only affect Lestania, but depending on the family's social ranking, it would affect the family as well. People might look at the parents as bad parents for letting their daughter sleep with a man before marriage. People might look at her sister and consider her sister to be promiscuous and it would be hard for her sister to find an honorable man to marry because people would just assume she was promiscuous. Uh, so the next day, the next day being overcome with despair that her reputation was ruined, Lestania bought a revolver with the intent of committing suicide. Just as she was about to pull the trigger, her sister Hortensia came into the room and Lestania broke down crying and told Hortensia about being in the Chico leaving in the hotel and about him raping her and how she you know, lost her virtue that she didn't think another man would want to be with her. Determined to restore her sister's honor, Hortensia went looking for Chico and found him, and then she made plans with him to keep his promise on marrying Lestania. Several times, Hortensia would set up plans for Chico to meet them and marry Lestania, but Chico kept making excuses to delay the wedding. On March 16th, 1881, Chico did not show up to marry Lestania, and the two sisters went looking for him. They found him at a horse racetrack, flirting with a woman, and Hortensia confronted Chico, demanding that he should return to marry Lestania. He insisted that he would have shown up, but couldn't find a priest earlier, so he was looking for a priest to marry them. But a racetrack is really not the place to find a priest in. And Hortensia called his bluff because she, or called his bluff that he was looking for a priest, because she had checked earlier that day to see if a priest was available to perform a marriage ceremony. Hortensia basically forced Chico into the carriage to go to the church to marry Lestania. On the way to the church, in the carriage was Chico, Lestania, and Hortensia. At some point, Chico jumped out of the carriage and started running down the street. To Lestania, this confirmed that he had no intention of marrying her. She was just another conquest. He humiliated her several times. He took her virtue, her innocence. In her mind, you know, what man would want to marry her when she can't even force a man to marry her? When he jumped out of the carriage, she ran after him full of rage and fatally shot him in the right eye at point-blank range in broad daylight on a busy street. She went to shoot him again, but a man came up and took the gun from her. It was said she had an icy, icy demeanor, but was calm and collected after she shot him. 
When her case went to trial, her defense team claimed that women who lose their virtue can be so psychologically affected that they would have psychotic episodes. Back in the 1880s, there was an obsession with female hysteria or menstrual madness. Medical theories of the time said that women could be driven crazy because of their reproductive system or their menstrual cycle. Their first piece of evidence to introduce to the court was the bloodstained sheets from the hotel that showed that Lestania did lose her virginity to Chico that night. The lawyers had seven medical experts who explained their hysteria theories. Most of the experts agreed that hysteria is a uterine disorder brought on by irregular menstrual periods that tend to disease the mind. Some experts testified that Lestania's behavior was a classic display of hysterical symptoms, which is fury, combativeness, and paranoia. Another testified that Lestania was displaying hysterical symptoms caused by her brain being congested with blood because she was on her menstrual cycle um, at the time that she killed Chico. The most important testimony came from Dr. Joseph Kurtz. He stated that any virtuous woman, when deprived of her virtue, would go mad. And he received applause from the spectators in the courtroom. After a three-week trial, the jury, which consisted of 12 men because women couldn't sit on juries at that time, they took only 20 minutes to acquit Lestania by reason of insanity. Lestania would return home to live with her mother and siblings. And although it was a huge story at the time, it was on the front page of every newspaper. And the courtroom was full every day of the trial. Reporters slowly stopped visiting them for interviews and Lestania faded into obscurity. With her honor restored, she found an honorable man named August, and in January 1883, they were married. Shortly after they, after they were married, they moved to Mexico, had several children, and lived the rest of her life in peace. It was said that she rose to a position of wealth, different from the humble life she had in Los Angeles. August passed away several years before Lasagna, and Lasagna was 84 years old when she died of pneumonia and heart failure Whoops. on January 30th, 1947 in Mexico City. She lived more than 65 years after her killing of Chico and the dramatic trial. Uh, her story is significant for so many reasons. Uh, in this Me Too era, women are now bringing more attention to issues of harassment and abuse. And Lasagna's case from 140 years ago still has a significant degree of relevance to modern conditions. Like how different, or yeah, how different was life 
back then, an 18-year-old girl was led to leave her home to elope with a 40-year-old man. And, you know, there is more concern that he was a womanizer rather than him, a 40-year-old man, being interested in an 18-year-old girl. She was seduced and manipulated by a predator, and he left her abandoned and abused. And I never condone murder. But when I was doing research on this story, I read lots of comments saying that he deserved what he got, but nobody deserves to be murdered. And it's also really strange to think that they thought women's menstrual cycles caused emotional insanity. I think sometimes, you know, it would be nice to live in the past, simple times. But when I read stories like this, I am glad things have changed. Back then, it was such a double standard. Men were able to be with women before marriage. You know, the wild, that saying, wild oats to sow. So they would go and be with women. And uh, when they were ready to settle down and have a family, they would find an innocent woman to be a wife and a mother. And if a woman was um, with somebody before marriage, you know, she was shunned. She was considered not honorable. Just very different. Um, so if is this a case that you have heard of? Do you think justice was served? And... Are you glad that times have changed since then? Thank you again for listening to this podcast, and I hope you enjoyed this story. Have a good day.